Before we get to today's episode, we want to let you know a little bit about Audible and how you can support this show. Continue. You have my interest. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook and 30-day free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash bmovie and signing up using that link. What is the link? audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Nice. You can get over 180,000 titles on your iPhone, your Android phone, your Kindle, your iPad. Any current device. Any current device. The list goes on and on. Whatever you have. Audible, it's there. Audiobooks. Boom. Bored at work? Ran out of podcasts to listen to? Uh-oh. Listen to a book on Audible. Books are good. You're, you're, you can't help, you can't stand it. You have the B-Movie Breakdown, you listen to it already for the week, what are you going to do with yourself? Audible. Go listen to an audiobook. It could last you the full week, and then Wednesday comes about, boom, new episode of B-Movie Breakdown. Oh, and then, again, you need a new book. You could book. just interchange B-Movie Breakdown and Dean Koontz. For so long, you could for a while, for sure, for a decent amount of time. For a decent amount of time, Dean Koontz, he, uh-huh. you can you can listen to so many of his books on Audible. I, I, and I need I need to know. I really really need to look this up for the next ad. But sure, does Dean Koontz read them himself? Well, you can sign I, up. I, you I can sign up for Audible and, and I don't, find and out. I don't even know what Dean Koontz looks like, but I'm picturing there's like a he's a handsome specific man. image in my head. He's a handsome man, but it's probably not at all what he looks like. Oh, the, that book. The books that I own of him have just fake pictures on them. I didn't say you don't know what he looks like. I said I don't know what I what he looks like. Well, just think of a handsome man. That's what I'm kind of thinking of, but like I'm kind of I just have an interesting picture in my head of what I think he looks like, and maybe I'll be right, maybe I'll be wrong. What do you think he's some kind of phantom? Yeah, I think he's a phantom. Weird. What did you think about that movie? What did he think about that movie? Yeah. He's like, thank you for this check. I will cash this. Because <laughs> the movie is fucking awful. Ah, it's not awful. It's pretty bad. You've seen worse movies on this podcast. It like, doesn't not, give me anything. It's interesting. It changes shape and it's out to get the town. Yeah, guess what I've seen? It's called The Thing. It's not the... Ex- it's different type of... Oh, all shape-shifting creatures are the same. <laughs> what a shape-shifting creature prejudice I just learned you have. It's true. Wow, this is not time especially, to reveal this on the Audible ad. Especially towards... I'm always going around like, oh, stop being such a phantom. Well, that's nothing you should say. <laughs> but you should go to bmovie slash bmovie on the audible.com. That's where you should go. <laughs> you can download any of the Dean Koontz books or any other audiobook by, by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Helps out you and helps out the show. And helps out Dean Koontz. Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 173. It's also brought to you by Dean Koontz. God he damn is it. a sponsor of the show now. I always thought the Audible ad was like a separate universe. We just, whatever happened, happened. Then we just jump into something else. But now the streams of, now we've just, there's a divide, a barrier that's been broken. Oh no. Now it's bled over to the actual show. I didn't know we were supposed what to... What is that going to mean? We, well, we, you broke the barrier. I didn't know we couldn't break that wall. You broke the wall. You're the anti-wall builder. I'm the I'm the Deadpool of the B-Movie Breakdown and Audible ad read. That's better than... I was thinking the opposite. Yeah, you were taking bricks out of the wall instead of, instead of building them. Oh. You were just like, boom! I was a Kool-Aid man. We're here. Yeah, boom! <laughs> what did he say? Oh, yeah. That's funny, because I was going to be like, boom, I'm thirsty. 
I wish that's what he said. I was like, no, boom, I'm, that's not boom, what I'm said. thirsty. What are, you of, drink, oh, yeah. what, what are you drinking yourself? I am thirsty. I'm, you're full of juice. There's like a... The juice is on the loose. There's like a t-shirt or just like an image where it's like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. And he's got like kids in the top of like the thing and he's like stirring him. Yeah, I've seen that. I think you showed me that, you weirdo. It's creepy as hell. It's not, he's like, yeah, I'm made of me. Like, whoa, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Jump inside, kids. They, no. drown, they drowned inside him. He's like, yeah, drown inside me. It's it's real weird. You know, they made... Sugar free. They All made right. an Atari game, a Kool-Aid man Atari game. Did he just? Is it just you busting through walls? I don't have no idea. I think it came like you. So many like purchase, or is it things you got? It, is it one of those weird game. games where like the character does nothing like that he's ever? He's, he has things completely unrelated to anything he's ever done. So he's like solving crimes. I mean, it was Atari Twenty Six Hundred, so you probably weren't doing such was like, he picking extravagant up things as was like a first solving, person shooter. Yeah, as a first person shooter on Atari Twenty Six Hundred, he just splashes. He goes, ah, "I'm thirsty," and it splashes you. Yeah, they should remake it. They should. The, at one point in time, Burger when the Burger King King, remember when those commercials were so popular? Yeah, I thought they were dumb. But you, you remember, I right? get he it. Was yeah, like he's sneaking around, being yeah, creepy as fuck. Yeah, real creepy. So they came out with a bunch of Xbox games. All right. And you, if you went to Burger King and bought yeah. like a meal, you got like an Xbox game. And there was like four different ones. Some of them were kind of fun. One of them was like a party one. Weird. And one was called Snake King. And you were the king, and you snuck in people's houses. And Sneak snuck around king? People, snuck around as the king. And what did you do to these people? You scared them. Yeah, I bet. burgers and stuff. Oh, jeez. I remember I had... I didn't have the Sneak King one. I had the whatever one that was like a Bomberman party-type game. It was like a bumper car Bomberman thing or something. Do you think it would be good? a good... Um, this is not related, but you talk about But burgers. they gave away basically free video games for buying their food. I mean, that's kind of cool. They weren't, like, full-on, like, extravagantly, no. like, 45-hour games or something. Do you like think that. fast food places, this is just, I'm just going to say, fast food places like when, like, famous people announce that they eat there? Like, that they're regulars? Like, that they they go to McDonald's and then eat, eat cheeseburgers in their bed at 6.30 in the evening? Like, does McDonald's happy about that, do you think? Like, <sighs> cool, good press for us. They don't need it. Right, but so how do they feel about it? Oh, well, Michael Jordan uh, used to be in McDonald's commercials. Yeah, but he's a cool guy. Justin but Timberlake. But they're getting paid for it. Like just like like free. Do they look at it as like free advertising, right. or is it just like I wish you wouldn't talk about that? I don't know. It depends on how drunk they are at six thirty in the morning eating the cheeseburgers. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the corporate office. How they feel about people in the public eye. I don't know. I'm just like, curious. Because you have companies like. Uh, in and out Burger, and there's always like celebrities like In and Out Burger. Even though like uh, people yeah, want like if... a, they won the Golden Globe, uh, Aziz Ansari and Eric Wareheim, they or whatever won the Golden Globe for Master of yeah. None, and they're like In and Out celebrating. Which is and the one year Patton won the Grammy was it or Emmy for his special, yeah. and he was at like a Taco Bell. But what if a tell-all book comes out and your product is McDonald's cheeseburgers? And you find out that somebody disliked by lots of people eats them in his covers at six thirty in the afternoon. Well, I mean, like, how do they feel about that? They probably just what don't. What would you think? They, honestly, it's not going to affect their company. What do you think? I haven't. What? I have stopped eating McDonald's cheeseburgers because I found that out. No, you haven't. I, well, I mean, I usually don't eat McDonald's cheeseburgers. Well, I'm just saying though, like, if it was Taco Bell, it wouldn't stop you from eating Taco Bell. Oh well, it's not. It might have. But it wouldn't. Maybe I'd go to Taco Bell. You'd and forget maybe... about it in like a month. I, 
would not forget about it. You think I'm a moron? No, I just think you're a person that would probably forget about it because it's not that significant. It would matter to me. I would be like, oh, does he order a taco? Then I'm getting the chalupa instead. Okay, you're still giving them money. It doesn't matter. I was talking about cheeseburgers. Okay. Well, okay, he eats cheeseburgers. I'm getting nuggets. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, McDonald's is so big that they don't give a fuck. There's, like... There's like whatever you're eating. Like you're, there's too worried about other like companies infringing on their territory, and they're trying new products and trying to make they the products infringe work. on people's territory. They got all that cool coffee now that they've had for lots <laughs> of years. At this point, but now it's McCafe. I don't know. Yeah, right. Now they got all sorts of crazy chicken sandwiches. Which with... kinds? And then go to your oh, local, no. go to your local McDonald's. Like, tell them this movie breakdown sent you. Here ends. Here ends. Yeah, you'll get. You'll get to pay exactly what you ordered. It'll be the exact cost of what, what the charge would be. But tell them we sent you. Some breakdown sent you and send us, put it on Instagram. Can somebody please do this? This ad brought to you by Can McDonald's. Somebody, somebody just go to their local McDonald's and go, even if it's the drive thing, be like, hi, uh, I'm here, Big Movie Breakdown sent me. <laughs> like, just get, put it on our Facebook or Instagram, That'd be, please. No, but we're not responsible if you get arrested or if you get Why would hurt. you get arrested for saying I'm that? not responsible. You can bail them out then. You're going to pay for their legal fees? No, I'm not. I just had to text my lawyer and put in my disclaimer. But I don't know I don't know why we started talking about Because the Audible but... ad bled into the McDonald's ad. Oh, it bled into this Burger King bur- uh, Kool-Aid. So we went down a deep rabbit hole of advertising. Yeah, we have we mes- advertised all these companies. We should mention Doritos. <laughs> I just feel like they were left out. Doritos. A lot of companies were, but I'm not Doritos. Gonna... The tasty triangle. Have it your way. Doritos have it your way? That's not it. It's no, Burger, it's not. Burger King or some shit. Have it your way. I don't know. Have it your way. You're loving it. Mm-mm, good. Mm, good. I don't think another catch. Yum. See, this is what happens in this capitalist society. The catchphrase is in it's your the, head. It's the you can have a conversation about just products. <laughs> and none of those products is love. But you know what is love? The B-Movie Breakdown. And I am Corey. And I am the now ravishingly hungry Nick. And on the B Movie Breakdown, we watch awesomely bad movies of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode so you two can join in on the madness. We always mention it at the very tail end of every episode. We wag it at you, a little wag it. You can wag. listen to those episodes on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on there as well, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Also on our website, bnbpodcast.com. You can reach us on that website. You can reach us on our email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, B Movie Breakdown, Google it, check it out. Yep. You can find us all over the social medias. Suggest movies for us to watch. We've gotten some recent suggestions. We have of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I one looks real interesting. That's on Amazon Prime. We'll get to Jurassic Park eventually. We'll get Thanks to, for the suggestion. Yes, thank you. We have things like Geostorm, The Suckling. Fear. You better watch your mouth. That are the all, suckling. The suckling. Watch your mouth. A movie from 1990 that somebody suggested. That's a cool idea. I like that name. Yeah, the suckling. Yeah. I'm going to call you a suckling. I don't know what it's about, but I it's know. about the suckling. Somebody also suggested Fear with Mark Wahlberg. Remember yes. that movie? Yeah. No. Where he's very creepy. I... And like finger bangs uh, mm. Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster. Don't remember that. Didn't see that movie. Yeah, Fear. Somebody suggested it. That's a good suggestion. Thanks but for But you that. know what? You know what? There's also... Uh, well, I was going to link fear into this week's movie, but if you got you some plugs... You still can. We can pause it. We'll pause your segue, and then I'll just well, jump yeah, we'll in. Yeah, we'll pause my segue. We'll yeah. get into your plugs. You can visit me at Instagram. <laughs> that was just the plug. 
That's it. You, you can you can visit me on the Instagram at Scatterville Stories and the Facebook at Scatterville Stories. Like my art pages, I post comic strips five days a week. This one involves robots and convergers, which are robots that convert into things. And a human being is um, mm. he's having a rough time at it right now. I believe but, that. But deny, deny Facebook the pleasure of controlling your life with an algorithm and go there under your own choosing, like the page under your own power, and then check it every few days or so. Just, you know, and that's not even, hell, it's not even my page anymore. You know you like stuff, you know you like the page, don't let Facebook's algorithm control you. Check pages you like. Yeah. Search it. Just look at it once. Or you know, this one falls victim to it sometimes too. All but, the time. But if you visit the page enough, you'll get to see their shit enough. Right. Or like post a comment, like a few things, let Facebook know, so then it'll kind of throw things at you. You have to try and you know manipulate the system. Right. You're a human being, not a commodity. That's one thing about YouTube. I'll get pissed if they ever change their like subscription, the things you subscribe to, the Go videos. On. Go on. Like they show up in order. You know what I mean? Yeah, why don't you just... Chrono- what happens with time? But Chronological so like, order would be great. So the, like, they show up in time, so I know when new videos are always posted. I, can, I add them to my watch later, watch them when I want. I, I don't need a feed. They've added like a feed section-ish thing. It's because it's bleeding over a but it's bit. like, But it's like... But it's not a feed, but it's just more like comments. But it's that, those are still in order. Yeah. And but, but, but regardless... No, it's important. I wish Instagram was more... Instagram more than Facebook, I wish, was in order. It used to be, and then they changed it. I know. It's Why do you... Come because on, they man. changed it to make it to where, like, you're seeing the things you follow more. Because they they think that that's what you want to see more, but I just want to see everything. I follow all these things why would, for yeah, a reason. Why would they, like, why Why would we consciously design a system which digs you in your own little niche which is, where all you do is see things you like and never get exposed to anything new? Which is funny, because, like, the feed isn't always fully in order, but a lot of the stories are. Yes, because stories go away, so they have to be, don't they? Right. They go away after, like, 24 hours. Right. So. It's, come on, what do you do? Why would you invent this system? Why would you do that? I don't know. Facebook was just, this news article, then you can, like, you know, because before you had your fucking phone attached to you, you'd go home, you sit at your computer, and then right. you scroll through, like, what did I miss throughout the day? And you watch the day evolve. But now it's not even watching the and day they, evolve and, when and you're they, live. And they even give you the option. Do you want to yeah. see, like... Most popular or yeah? Now it's you can't time. you can't like, do that at all, right? Yeah, I've right. looked. No, there's not, that option doesn't exist. It's just you're gonna get whatever we tell you. Use our fucking service. Hashtag Facebook. Hashtag Me Too. Yeah, we've all been abused by Facebook. No, that's the same. No, as but I was abuse. trying to transition into this week's movie. Did that make someone? Was that make someone fearful? Oh, you're done using that the movie fear yeah I you're got done. It. yeah I was you're trying to it. move into like me hashtag Me Too because like do it. in this week's movie there's some like. Questionable, yeah, um, questionable, questionable. Hashtag me too type of things going on, and this week's movie is Psycho Three. We watched Psycho Two last we week. Did. We're taking the deep dive in the Psycho series. Thank you, democracy, because the democracy worked in Psycho's favor. It didn't. Democracy works in a lot of Psycho's favor, doesn't it? Though, isn't that the fucking truth? That's the damn truth. <laughs> this, uh, you guys, you guys voted on our Facebook page which God, series you want to watch uh, we, you next. Did. Thanks for that. It was between Psycho and Darkman. We'll get to Darkman one day. Last week I bitched that only six people voted. That was a lie, because ten people voted. I said it last time. Right. That's what I mean. I want to six th- just for Psycho. Yeah, but it's, that's close tonight. Six and four. Yeah. Hey. So, 
But, Again, uh, you probably would have voted more if you weren't being lied to by the algorithms. It's true. But anyways. So, uh, diving more into the mind of Norman Bates. Yeah, Tony Perkins. We're getting we're getting further. Tony Perkins. He directed this one. It's uh, and it's. I mean, you'll you hear us talk about it, but it definitely doesn't disappoint. You will if you. It definitely doesn't disappoint. No, it doesn't. It's a it's a good one. So sit back, relax, enjoy us talking about Psycho Three. Live it up, psychos. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. Interesting little fact about this movie. Give me a little fact about this movie. Originally, originally what? Dwayne Duke. Yes. Was going to be the killer, emulating Norman Bates. Well, you can tell what parts got left in it. All those creepy, hanging naked body posters and shit. And yeah, that like, was the original script. Was Dwayne Duke being the killer? That would have built Norman up as a more sympathetic character. Because in this movie, he's just... You still feel something for him because you know he's fucked up, but, like, it's... It's not the same in the second one when he was fighting. He was actually yeah, fighting, he was, not, to he be was a, fighting not to be it. a terrible person. But it makes sense, though, that he's at the point where he's at because you had these people in the second is, one that were just pulling him from every... You had three people. Three people. Just pulling this man apart. You did. And turning him back into this they monster did. They that undid he, any anything, any... Re, um, reassembling that was done 20 years in that mental institution was just evaporated. Just into thin air. It's just like, you're done now. Right. Any body armor he had put on, mental shielding, gone. No, and he does, he, I mean, he fights it in this a little bit. And he does. Obviously, more towards the end. But he is definitely full on, like, mom is back and she does not want him with anybody no. And the second, he's probably, for that month, because it basically takes place, place, takes place within a month after the first movie. So for that month, after all that shit went down with um, all those other people that were, the, you know, the sister and the niece yes. and the mom, uh, Miss yeah. Spool, it's like, he might have been living somewhat okay. He would have been, yeah, that's true for that. I mean, because like, there were probably no women that came by, at least ones that he was attracted to correct. in any sort of way. There's no re- he wasn't feeling those feelings. So unlike that's mother's what, activated by by boners, right? And then when she comes out, he is mainly murdering women, but also it's like he mur- he'll murder anybody pretty much that gets in his way to cover up right. the initial. Murder. Those are the two boxes you have to check to get killed by Norman. Getting his, you know, inhibit what he's doing, find him out, or just be an attractive girl that he wants to. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's, he murders him and he's kissing him and stuff this time. Yeah. Because he's, like, he... He's in Because he's got that taste of, like, what it's like to possibly be in a normal relationship. Yeah. So he had it a little bit with, um... What's yeah, her face from her the first was. one? Fuck Well, it. second... Second one, you I You have mean. to keep clarifying. Mary. Mary right. was her name. Yeah. So he had a little bit of taste of it with Mary. Psycho 2. In Psycho 2. Mm-hmm. So then 
And that's when he's like, that's when he was basically like almost a normal person. He was so close to being a normal guy. <laughs> normal dude. And then now he gets normal the Norman. taste again with Maureen. Yeah. And so he's getting that taste again. It's like he just wants like he wants some it. sort of like relationship, obviously, because there's some like mother issues. So he needs this like. There's like some mother <laughs> issues. There's like some mother issues going on. Yeah. So he needs this like some sort of relationship. And so he's just like, oh, well, you'll kiss me and I can kiss you and you're not. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like mother, I'll sneak it while mother, you know, right, she's, she's not, not going to prevent. Looking. She's right. not going to prevent me from. Kissing you because you're already dead. It's it's almost well, it's like, like that kind of thing. Well, she's after the murder. She goes away. Like she kills. He kills and then she goes away. Yeah. So then he's himself and he's like, oh, she's not around. Naughty boy. Yeah. It's super. It's just he's just on this other, different, like level this time, and it's even worse I think than in the original movie. Well, because he's an old guy now. Yeah. He's not some kid or some 20-year-old. It's 22 years later. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he's a man. He's a fool, but he's a man. Though the movie did not come out 22. This was 86. The Cycle 3? Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's a month after the Cycle 2, it's still at 22 years. Right, but chronologically, it's not. In real time. Yeah. In movie time, yes. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, you're not wrong. But uh, honestly, I like this one a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's another good one. I almost liked it better than the second one. I was thinking why, why, because you mentioned Tarantino might like the second one more. I'm like, yeah, because like everybody dies. All these characters lead to their deaths. Yeah. Except like Norman. But like, and then like the crazy uh, random twist at the end of him being his mother. Spool being his mother. And And then they they retwist that in this one. Not really his mother. Yeah, which is like she was, fucking with his head even more. This poor guy never stood a chance. Look, there's always the, the it's he's a fictional character, but like nature versus nurture, right? Norman had no hope. And it's funny because right at the beginning of this, when we're watching this movie, I almost mentioned like what like we never. What if Spool wasn't really his mom? Like, yeah. what if she was just saying that stuff? It, it, the thought it crossed my mind. I'm even sure when we it watched did. it last week, the thought it crossed my mind because it's like. What if she's just telling him this stuff because she knows he's crazy? Like what? If, and like, it was more she was crazy. She was real she crazy. She wanted a son. She thought this boy, like this boy who was her nephew, was her son. Yeah, she which wanted is like, him. It's yeah. not. It's not like she's the man who got the woman no. pregnant. You know that she wanted. That's it. a scenario where you can think like, this is my son. Like. I also banged this woman, so that could be my son. She wanted No, this him. woman did not get another woman pregnant. She wanted <laughs> him to be her son, and she didn't care, because she's crazy. Yeah, and she was in a mental institution. She was. But she did mention... She did. ...in the last... In Psycho 2. She said two. she killed somebody. Yeah. They didn't say who, though. Right. Norma's dad. Fuck. And, uh... And I think... The fact that um, Anthony Perkins directed this movie, yeah, I think it gives it an extra like special like attention to detail on Norman, and even brings back some more like smaller things about him, like taxidermy. Like yeah. that was a thing in the original movie that he was really and like this taxidermy stuff is all over the place, it's, right? In two, but it's not like a part. Two and three work together too well. Like they're just they're, it's like part it's like part one and part two of one overall story. Yeah. 
Norman gets out of the institution. Three ends with him going back to an institution. We assume. Right. Or just jail this time. Uh, who knows? He, I mean, the insanity thing's going to be there, but do they believe it? Do they go with it this time? Well, like, because he is insane. Well, yeah, 100%. He's, so, like, just put him somewhere. I mean, they're probably, you know, they're not going to just send him into the electric chair, but, you know, he's got to put him down, basically. Yeah. Because he's... He, he... I think I think it's, uh, he's almost beyond fixing. Yeah, you can't fix him. Because, like, not again. The it's first a... time... Great job. Because, like, if, if, if you ignore... <laughs> right. If you ignore... They just um, shouldn't have brought him back to the damn house. Cause, well, because yeah, they give him somewhere else to go. But, yeah, if you... Because I was... And I do stand by it, but that he was released. But if we just say he was released not because of um, institutional defunding, and he was honestly... It took him 20 years to be like, all right, man, give it a shot. It's like, nope. That's exactly 20 more years. No, you're just done now. Right. You had a chance. A lot of people pay with their lives <laughs> <laughs> for one guy to be able to exist again. And then the the in the first go around, like when he's first released, it's not even his fault, really. The, I mean, it is his fault, but it's like he like he says he says it in this movie, like he can't help the way others feel. They're obsessed, right? They're obsessed, which is it's a nice. It's nice to mention that about the second one because that's how it was. But then this one, like at the end of the second one, when he kills his what you thought was his mother, which is there's so much back and forth. What a complicated mess. And the, and the reason he kills her is one because he's like he has the mother complex inside, so he can't deal with like a real mom. It's he's like, yeah, we're not doing dealing this. with this inside mom. But then also, even though Mary is the one that gets like. Well, she's gets shot, but like arrested at the Blown end. Blown away. Like, he still doesn't know if he did any of these things. No, he doesn't, because he doesn't know what he doesn't. Like the the cops figure it out. Like, okay, it was this woman and her uh. mother doing all of these terrible things. So we know the real truth, but Norman is so fucked up in the head that he yeah, doesn't know. Because Spool was also running around that house too, right? Because she killed the other mom. Mm-hmm. So there's like so many murders. <laughs> it's it's just, a nice web of complexity. It really is. And then in this one, I kind of I'm kind of glad that well like with the original script with Dwayne being the killer, I'm glad that he wasn't. Because no, like, it's like I'm a Jason a, thing. Because it's I, not really Jason. Right. Well, that. But I mean, they were gonna. I think Norman was still supposed to be in it. But well, right. But, but then it, you're almost just rehashing the last movie. Right. It's almost you're still like or Norman's still alright. Well, this is like, no, he's not. Right. So you you need him to just be like the one, the guy. He's the guy. The, and, 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 you know, we're talking about like Jason and stuff. It's, we mentioned it during the movie too. It's, it's so much different watching this, uh, a slasher movie from the perspective of somebody who is like somewhat like down to earth at times. Well, but obviously at other times he's like. Well, it's like, person. how would a movie be if, like, you, you got to see, like, you know, Jason's inner thoughts or when he's by himself alone? Right. And even, you get this, you get that with a lot of other slasher movies, but most of the time they're just, like, out to kill. Yeah. You know, they're just out for revenge, yeah. out to kill. You know, there's no other way around it. You're not really spending time with them. No. You're spending time with the victims more than Which anything. I think is what makes Psycho interesting, because you watch killer movies for the killer... Because, like, they're going to stick around. 
And, like, the movie introduces random people just as they're needed to die, which is the only purpose they ever serve. There's no 20 minutes that I always hate of just the nonsense. Like, they, they, you introduce the character. Right. That one girl he kills, the second one with the white shirt. Patty, I think, was her name. Slit her throat on the toilet? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you barely... She's around for maybe five, ten minutes at the most, and then, like, she's gone. Because, like, she's there to die. You know it. But a, a, a opposite of that, you would have been, like, seeing this party the whole time. Exactly. Right. And then, like, all these characters don't matter. They're just garbage. Not... You know, I mean, some are garbage. Some are just people. Then they get killed. The purpose is that they're going to die, and this just shows them being killed right. by a man dressed as a woman. Right. There's a lot going on there, too. And and they actually show Norman... I mean, you get to see him in the other movies, too, but you not, like... Not that direct, I don't not think. Not that direct. It's like, it's like he's full on... Yeah, it's because like, you can tell it was directed by him. He's like, you're going to show me. Yeah. I'm on camera now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's... Uh, unfortunately, this... And then talking with the mother voice... To see how it looks? Yeah. Oh, not good. Yeah, not good. Especially when, like, it's just so creepy. And when that mother voice... Uh, what I was going to say before is, unfortunately, during the filming of this is when he found out that he had HIV. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, because we discussed it last yeah. week that that's what he ended up dying from. and uh, Or from pneumonia from HIV or something yeah. like that. But, on, on the way over here, it's just an HIV story because I have those. It was like a radio... It was a, it was a, ra- it was a radio... It was on the radio... About how it was the one of the radio hosts was gonna have a thirteen year old on, who wasn't thirteen now. He was thirteen years old and eighty, and like he had gotten HIV through a blood transfusion because he was a hemo. He had blood issues. I'm not gonna try and pronounce that word right now. Hemophilia. That's what it was. But the point was like he's like fifty something now and he's still living with HIV and he's made it, which is wild because most kids back then didn't make it. Right. So that just ties into Anthony Perkins having HIV. Gotcha. Because like that's not good. No, it's not not good at all. He's just going for a routine medical. <laughs> Same deal then, kind of. Yeah, just and no, no. When, when stuff? he found out. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he was just going for like a routine medical examination, and that's when he found out, which is like super fucked up. But uh, not to bring everything down. <laughs> I mean, but uh, I honestly. Uh, I think he did a great job directing this movie. I think there were a lot of, like, really interesting, like, just the way it was shot, the lighting, I don't know, all sorts of different camera choices. It was, it, it's just interesting it was, for somebody who, this was their first movie they ever directed. It was someone's someone's artistic vision who likes movies, got yeah. to make one, and that's what he went for. Yeah. And uh, not to gloss over, because we mentioned him at the beginning, but Dwayne Duke, played by Jeff Fahey... An amazing character. This is a horrible person. Horrible person. But at the same time, sometimes you're like, I really like this guy. It's but then you have to remember, he's not a good person. Well, he took you for a ride. That's how he's able and to get... Especially in the beginning, because you're like, oh, what's this guy? He's going to be fun. He's going to be a fun guy. Can't hey, wait he to was. Do it. Yeah, he was fun. And then he's like, mm, well, what if I rape this woman? Yeah, he's like, what if I just... <laughs> yeah, what if I, what if I take my flashlight... Shine it up your skirt and then just shine and it in your eyes. He, even if he just did like the shine in like on her legs and like skirt and then in her eyes and then that was it, it'd be like creep. Okay, okay, the creep, but creep at, least, it, high. at least we didn't go the distance. He shined and the, then he tried to go the distance. He shined the like, flashlight no. in her eyes to disorient her and then he went in to start kissing on her. We should mention who she is. Because the movie starts off in a way which we get no explanation for. Yeah, the, the beginning of this is like, is it really wild for... I mean, I guess you just would assume the movie would start off with Norman back in something like that. But it starts off with this like... This is what I mean. This woman gets backstory, which is like... It takes... Because it carries the movie. It's interesting. 
but then what is it even for? Right, it's just it's just for her insanity as well to why she goes back to Norman essentially. And he, and which is also for him a struggle because it's this woman who's coming in and out of his life and he has this attraction to but she keeps leaving and she keeps coming back. He, he goes in and tries to kill her, but she's already slid her wrist in the bathtub. So he's like, ah, this is not the opposite. I wanted to do this. Right. Oh, well. And then I'll save you and then she'll respect me because I save her. But Nor- in the beginning. Norman pulling a, pulling a men's rights white knighting. But in the beginning, she's trying to kill herself by yeah. jumping out of a like the top of like a monastery she's a nun. or whatever. She's a nun. Yeah. And she ends up accidentally killing... Like the lead nun. Uh, yeah, another nun. It's like the head nun. Like... That's what they're called, I right? mean, she didn't kill her. She... To be fair, if a, if a little push like that broke that fucking railing, come on, guys. It wasn't a push. It was like she was trying to get her arm... Because the, the nun... She pulled away. ...grabbed her arm, and she's like, no, she pulled away, and it like, you know, yeah, the pull, reaction... Push. Reaction. So energy was exchanged. Right. Physics happened, and she, gravity happened, and she didn't make it. No, she didn't make it. She died. And how about the one nun who was just like she, unhelpful at all? You're was, going to hell. Who was screaming even before the before the one nun was killed? It was just yeah. like you get out, you're maniac, and then you know. <laughs> You're gonna burn in hell. Burn God. in hell. That nun was like, God damn it, fuck you, what are you doing? Nun didn't say that. <laughs> and then they basically just kick her out because of what happened. Yeah, she leaves. And she has to roam the desert. So she finds Dwayne Duke. Finds Dwayne Duke. His friends call him Duke. His friends call him Duke, so just call him Duke. But like Dwayne's charm is what I wanted to mention too, like how you were how he would he would reel us in. And then we'd be like, Wow, you're real terrible. It's not exactly the same emotion that that woman felt when he was making her do all this crazy sex stuff and hooking up with her from the bar, and then it's just a terrible guy. Oh yeah, like just, I can't I can't walk the steps that he did are too extreme. Yeah, he, did you write some of the cool things he did that night? He did a lot of cool things he wrote down. Uh yeah, there's one quote uh, that I mean. Well, which quote? Which one do you want to start with? Just him being creepy alone. But real quick though, about Jeff Duke and. Um, Jeff Duke? Jeff Fahey. Dwayne Duke. Jeff it's interesting that Jeff Fahey. Fahey shows up in this movie because when we were when we had the vote for which series we're going to do next, sure. one was the Psycho yeah, series. Doc, doc, uh, Democracy won. The other one was Darkman. So in the first Darkman movie, Liam Neeson plays the main role. Sure. The sequels, it's not Liam Neeson. Yeah. It's Jeff Fahey there you go. who plays... Dark man, the same character, but obviously, right. But uh, I think on it, just on one more note about him, he's an extremely underrated character actor. Sure, the guy's been in so many fucking movies. Are you gonna read them all? No, I'm not gonna read oh, them all. Right. But I mean, like he, Lawnmower Man, he's the, he's the guy who's the mowing the lawn. He's the he is the Lawnmower Man. Yeah, he's the guy, the mentally challenged dude who mows Pierce Brosnan's lawn, who ends up becoming this like u- uber intelligent, crazy person. Problem. Murder person. Murder person. And <laughs> can I watch that movie? Yeah, murder person. Murder person. Yeah, we we can watch that. All right. But uh, I mean, and obviously certain people do have like a knack for putting him in movies. Because he's in From Dust Till Dawn, he's in Planet Terror, he's in 
machete. Like Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino obviously yeah, like have that, that eye yeah, like that for guy. him because they have that like thing. So a guy like him is somebody that they like, and I don't know. I just I mean he's a character. I mean you could see him in a million different movies. He's in so many horror movies and so many different action movies as all sorts of different character, just random characters. But he's definitely a fucking standout. And uh, I I don't know. I wish the dude got some more credit. I didn't realize he was on Lost. I'd never seen Lost, but... Yeah, he was. What was his character's he, name again? Frank Lapidus. Yeah. He played, oh, he's on 33 fuck. episodes of Lost. No, he's a huge character, but I didn't recognize him because he's got gray hair and a full beard. But his eyes, his blue eyes, they're real blue and lost. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's a great character. Yeah. I mean, he's a great He's a great actor. He's like... He was a pilot. He's he's so good. Like like I said, Pine of Terror, he's JT the cook at the restaurant. Yeah. And he's fucking... He's just like... He almost like steals the show and everything he's in. And I... Uh, Frank and, Lapidus. Haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> I never seen Lost, but I never knew that. And I'm like, and I feel like that's like somebody else. Like, if it, JJ had anything to do with casting of that movie, I feel like he's somebody else who casts the these like character actor people in his things because he likes that kind of thing, like a Tarantino or a Robert Rodriguez. I still stand by Lost, even though the ending. There's like talks about them making it because you can make it this the show transcends time and space in a way. So you could have like a loss take place now, which is just in the future of that same show with a bunch of just crazy connections. You could do it, but I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, right. They're may, they're already Why doing not, like right? another office or whatever. Which is, it's funny because like they announced that they're doing like another office. Okay. Yeah, the is, other office became Parks and Recreation when they announced it, right? They're going to do a sequel to the office, but then Parks, Parks and Rec came, came on, on while Office was still going. Yeah, because they wanted to do a spinoff, and then it but just it wasn't did... a spinoff. No, it was some characters. Right, they changed the different show. Right, I right. swear to God that was going to be a thing, and they just rewrote it into a whole different thing. I think it might have because I'm it could have sure started with with because Rashida Jones was on both shows, so it could have started yeah. with her character, and then they just switched. They just like we're just going right. to do this. But it's funny because when yep. they when that they was what was when they announced that the Office was coming back. Yeah. Whatever. A few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever. They're like, The Office is coming back without Steve Carell. Yeah, well, but like he was the last done. like four seasons of the show, he wasn't there. Or three seasons no. or whatever, he wasn't there. So it's like, he wasn't going to come back, guys. He already wasn't there. Do we forget about that? Or we're or it's the American Office. Don't hurt your face. What are you doing? <laughs> just what is gone. happening? Yeah, what's happening? I think he just did redo that character. He did. He had, it's like a little movie, Netflix movie or something. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, but I wanted to because uh, I like. I haven't character. dove into his his office. It's funny. I'm sure it is. Honestly, though, I kind of like the American version better, oh. just because like I guess I got to spend more time with those characters. Yeah, but British shows they don't they're like we're, they're in and out. Right. They're like which is great because like I love hit that. it and quit it. I love the Office original. Unless you like Doctor Who, but still those lead actors yeah. leave. And I love extras, mm-hmm. the other Ricky Gervais show. But there's just something about certain characters on that uh, the American Office, like Jim and Pam. You and just like, hate people with English accents, I think. I just said I love extras. Yeah, but do you though? No, f- everybody with an English accent can go fuck off. That's yeah, so what we left. The, <laughs> we left the country for a reason, Corey. <laughs> That's true. It was taxation with yeah. the representation. Yeah, and their accents. Because like as soon as we <laughs> you want, because like British colony settlers, they were British. They had British accents. Seventeen seventy six, gone. Yep. Bye. Bye. Something weird happened with the South, though. 
I mean, who knows? They got lost. They have accents, too. That's what I mean. Something weird happened to that British accent down there. South of the Mason-Dixon line. She's got this real twangy... I just want to hate on the South on podcasts. I guess. <laughs> you just alienated if you're from, part of our audience. If you're from Georgia, I'm sorry, but Mississippi, fuck you. Jesus. Why, well, has too many S's, or what? Just kidding. Detroit's a great place, though. There are a lot of S's in the name. I know, it's... The only time I ever felt like I was going to drive through a tornado was driving through Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Which is even scarier. You can't see it coming. All you want to do is see Dan O'Brien win the championship. It's all I wanted to do. And I almost died in a tornado. Three young men <laughs> flung halfway across the world. Their car was found full of wrestling paraphernalia. <laughs> they were clearly going to New Orleans. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, well, speaking of storms... If you were on a road trip, you should have stopped at the Bates Motel. Well, that too, but speaking of storms, yes. there's a major storm in this movie, and that's when Jeff Fahey as Duke, Dwayne Duke, or just Duke, is getting handsy with Maureen, and kicks her out of the car. Well, she gets out of the car. Yeah. Because she's like, wants to get out of this rape situation. And she goes, give me my suitcase. And he goes, here you go, you stupid bitch. You could have been coming... Instead of going, it was intense. He had a lot of good. He had a lot of good, absurd, crazy lines. And that character just like he dove into some madness too. This is a movie where I will say they gave me side characters that were interesting and at least engaging, yeah. even if they're ultimately terrible. And because that's true, who this girl that Norman falls in love with could have been something boring. You no, know, she's got this wicked nun past. She killed the yeah, nun they gave you. They gave you a reason to like enjoy her. It's true. Even if she just ends up dying, it's like, right. at least I had something of substance. It's not just like in Friday the 13th and you don't get to know... The, no. You don't really get to know these characters during the time you spend with them in that moment. You don't get to know anything about what was happening before they came to this spot. No, no character was wasted in this movie except the ones they introduced just to get killed and they're in... They're like, oh, and it's only a cu- and it's only die. a couple. It's the chick it's from few, the bar the two and girls. the chick from the bar uh-huh. and then the chick at the party. Yeah. And like I almost don't even know why she died, the chick at the party. What he just liked that I mean, yeah, it's almost just like somebody has to die here. That one was like a weird random one, as opposed to like the girl from the bar. She's like making a scene out in the parking lot. Right. And he was in the mode for like kill time. Right. He had a raging boner and mother's like, You better take care of this. He's like, Well, yeah. I can't control myself, so I have to kill the woman. And he already talked to her. You know, he had talked to her. He did, yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of made sense a little bit. And I guess maybe the other woman he killed... He kisses they, her dead body. The one from the party, yeah. The toilet chick. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, that one was weird. But maybe it was also because it, like, it came off the thing with him and Maureen, and he had to leave the room. You know what I mean? Like, he left the room. Yeah. She She fell asleep on the bed, and he left the room. Yeah, because they were told, gonna... She was the one that told Maureen, like, hey, your door's open. Oh, that's yeah, He interacted but, like, maybe because he was still, there. like, freaking out because mom, but he didn't want to kill Maureen now. He's at the point where he doesn't want to kill Maureen because he got to know her, went on a date with her that night. So yeah, he's, he like... a cute little little humanizing little Norman date. So instead of killing... He taught her to dance. Yeah, right, so instead of killing Maureen, like, as mother just kills a random woman because it's, like, it's almost like the fight that's, like... In, and this is me talking, thinking out loud, but it's, like, the fight between Norman and... 
his mom. Yeah, like, that's, that's the like the happy medium is not killing the person Norman's in love yeah, with and the person the that mom really wants dead, but killing this random person. So it's just it's a kind of a weird. He's, he doesn't even slit her throat. He like slits her like, like the top of her chest. Like it's not quite the neck. It's like yeah. right in between the collarbone. Then it stabs her a bunch of times. Yeah, there were some brutal. That was the most brutal death was a chick in the uh, phone booth. She got for sure. Toasted. She got stabbed so many times. Because like you know she just women just can't be into freaky stuff. They had to die. I mean, she was making a ruckus. He saw her outside the thing. He knew she was causing trouble. He didn't like that she's in the room with him. What did... God, Dwayne Duke. I mean... Why he... would you Why would you cut up expensive pornographic magazines? Them being expensive is just to say how much money he weighs. Because he's a guy who... He's making he, $5 he works... an hour. Yeah, he has nine... no money other than this but, new but job should, he just got. We should look up inflation. How much is $5 an hour in 1986? What year is it supposed to take place in? I can talk as you look it up, so it's not just dead air. But I'm curious. Five bucks, because Norman, because he's looking for money. So it just so happens he finds his way at the Bates Motel and says, you know, hiring. So Norman hires him and says, you know, five bucks. And he gives him a room. It's only 12 rooms, so then there's only 11 rooms to rent out. Five dollars in 1986 is the equivalent today to $11.04. Oh, my God. He's getting paid $11 to do nothing. To do nothing. When I started working at the at the movie theater in 2000 and th- 2002, yeah. or no, wait. Yeah. 2002. That's the same. No, 2003. Yeah. I, I mean, there's dead air right now. but No, it's not. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember. No, you're fine. So, okay, it was 2003. Talk, yes, Because yes. I started working there when X-Men yes. 2 came out. So that's yes. my ref- point of reference. Sure. Um, in 2002 or 2003, I was making 5.15 an hour. In 2003, I was working where I was, and I was making six fifty an hour. Five fifteen in 2003. Yeah, that's the year. That'll yeah. Only six dollars and eighty seven cents now. Is look at that. Type in six fifty. How much does that go up? We're playing games here, and this is fine. This is the state of the world. Eight sixty eight. So oh, a little better. I was doing. But he was making like an absurd amount of money. Eleven dollars for, for just, and he had a room to live in. Five dollars an hour, and. But maybe money was just like more like, making five dollars an hour at a job was like not even that much because it was just like. No, Corey, fun. you're wrong. <laughs> no. You're totally wrong. I know. I'm trying to. You're just totally, trying it's to. because you, you, everybody, you had more to give out. You but were you willing think, to give out but more. But do you think if like if if. Dwayne never like started uncovering some stuff. He might have lived. He totally would have lived because he would have had no reason so, like, to interact why is Norman with Norman. Just, and Norman doesn't have a, a business that's driving so hard. Why is he paying this guy five dollars an hour? Because he Norman is there's, all, there's, there's, Norman there's, is a maniac, but he's also a good person, which is weird to say. So he just wants to give this is, guy a room to say. Is there another like in? property uh, on the land that he owns that's making some money? That he's getting the rent from. I mean, it's <laughs> inheritance. Like he's. I don't. I, I mean, the, no the motel does make some money. They had a whole party of people for this homecoming thing. Stay right. there, and they stayed multiple. They stayed at least two nights. Well, think about these are were these people used to come in there when it was ruled by Thule and it was just a sex dungeon, drug fest. Like were they the compromised people? Like because they were still partying, probably still doing drugs, having lots of right. sex. Right. Oh, that's so right. So it's like the same thing. Like it's only been a month. New ownership. Those people still come. Yeah. 
And they had already they already had it booked. If they yeah. gave us how long they booked it in advance. Oh, remember the last time we went there and that guy gave us all those drugs? <laughs> yeah. And then they get there this time and just Norman Bates and yeah. Dwayne Duke. Yeah, Dwayne Duke makes sense. I honestly thought that when Dwayne takes Mother's body. Yes. And has it in his room and puts the note like, come see me in room yeah. 12, Mother. Yeah. I thought for a second that maybe he was going to like team up. I thought Duke was going to help him do stuff. I, I thought he's just like, I like what you're doing here. Because he was like losing it. He's like getting crazy. You could and... tell that's a leftover in the script where he was the killer. Right. Because this is real dark and like not out of character at all. But like, what is he doing here? He's in like, oh, in his room. With the, he had like only red light bulbs. Yeah, we want to talk about just the sex lights. Right. He just had only like red light bulb. He changed the light. He changed that whole room. He made it into his apartment. When he showed up, he said he was only going to stay there for a few days, and like now it's his home. Oh, he said he'd stay until he found until Norman found somebody else. Oh. Okay, Norman's not going to hire anybody else. Yeah. But like, explain. You want to talk about the sex lights though? What oh yeah, do? so like when there's a sexy girl dancing on your bed, licking the nude pictures you've collaged together so like a maniac. Let alone, let alone like probably ju- we sh- you should just be like getting it on with this chick, right? I mean, he does whatever the, I know, but like whatever they're doing before, and it's some weird foreplay. Because I you mean, were, to you each, were to each their own. You were wooed by Dwayne's charms just by like, This character's fun. So this chick is like had a few drinks at the bar. Like this guy's funny. He does. He looks. He's a beautiful man. It's so, like this is awesome. But who, how weird is it that he found this chick and she's like, all right, she's drunk at the bar, whatever, and then like she's down to like just banging some dude, which is like fine. It happens. People want to have sex. Who knows what people just ah. want to. People just want to bang. It yeah, happens. I don't know if I believe that. So, like but how how weird is it that he found somebody who was like willing to be into the stuff, and his stuff wasn't just like normal like kinky fetish. That's what stuff. she liked because it was just like out of the box, dude. People do weird sex stuff. I know, but that, <laughs> I understand, and, I, and that's what I'm saying though. Like kinky fetishes and whatever stuff like that is like. There's plenty of them, uh-huh. and there's there's but honestly, one of them that I never knew that existed was cutting out images honestly, from porn magazines, putting them on your wall, and having a chick lick it while you sit there with two lamps and explain, act like a maniac. Explain, yeah, get it. I know, it's such a weird I, specific I, fetish. Well, because like, what? How many of those pictures he cut up had faces on them? Right. How many, like, because it was a lot of, like, body parts. Right, but the, a lot of them did have faces, but then if if they if he, had, he would, like, have, like, a whole woman, but then, like, uh, down by her crotch, there was, like, a cutout of a smaller, of a, woman. A smaller woman. But that's my point. But, like, it's, I it's, wonder if that was, like, they didn't want to show, like, vagina in the no, movie. No, it just would have been a... Because the other chick that showed naked, but they didn't it's just, show, show But it, it's on. perfect because, like, it's just, it's, that's how... Dwayne Duke views women. They're just parts. Right. And he's just like, they're all my parts. Because even when he's done with her, he kicks her out of the room. She, well, she, she just starts to like rub up on him a little bit like, like a, you know, like, hey. And he's just like, he has no part. And she's like, you're not one of those guys, are you? Because you know what you? he's doing when she does that. He's messing with his books, isn't he? Yeah, he's cutting out more pictures. Yeah, he got his fix. I'm done. I gotta cut. I gotta go back to cutting. It's almost like somebody who's just like, you know, they're doing some menial task that really means nothing. But to them, it's like super important. It's like, oh, leave me alone. I gotta get back to my thing. And it's like some. She's just cutting pictures out. But it's like she was bothering. It's, it's almost like his other. It's like his other job. Like I gotta get this done. Yeah. If I don't get this done in time. 
like some weird like he was just he was just fucking bothered that she was rubbing up on him. He wanted to cut out his magazines. That's what he was he had he had scheduled that to happen after he <laughs> fucked her and he was not going to throw man. up his schedule. It's on his calendar. He was not going to throw up his daily routine just cuz some chick wanted to rub up on him. So then he kicks her out and she's just in her panties and then she's banging on the door cuz she wants her clothes. So then he throws them at her. What does he say? He says a lot of good things, but it was watch, yeah, the, then watch I, the fucking movie. Then and I, then and then she goes in the booth. The, he's like, go call a payphone. And he gives her a $5 bill with a specific rip in it. Right. Which he notices later because after Norman kills her, the money gets put back in the drawer. Oh, and Norman, it's a very. That was his, that was his first it was mistake. It was a very specific dollar he's bill. He's so careful and he made that one mistake. He's very frugal. He's not going to waste that 5 But bucks. I guess he probably. It's not a mistake. He didn't know. Because he doesn't know that it came from Duke. How would anyone know? Right. He just thinks it's five dollars on her, and and he just threw that woman five bucks. That's like eleven dollars he just gave her. Jesus, for a cab. Yeah, to call for help, call payphone. No, the five dollars wasn't for the payphone. At first, he was gonna—he gave her the five dollars before I know, he threw her but, out. Yeah, this is the it same conversation, the right? Yeah, but that did not—he did say go to the payphone. He gave her. Yeah, he said go to the payphone. Oh, he said yeah. Now, now you're gonna use the payphone because he's like, yeah, I don't want you in yeah. my room anymore. And then you'll pay the five bucks to go. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Same. Wasn't. I thought you meant five dollars for the payphone. I was like, yeah, how does that work? No. Well, I'm trying to shove my money in. No, this isn't like buying a soda now. <laughs> five dollars. Yeah. For a soda. Basically. I mean, of most vending machines. But it's the like... point I was making was like, soda costs so much more. They just want you to use your card. <laughs> like, slide it. And I right. don't trust that shit. Uh, vending machines that have card Debit readers. readers, yeah. Yeah. Slide it. Put it in. You can even type it in if you want. Like you pin. They should just use Jesus Apple credit. Pay. PayPal. Just go like this with your phone. Boop. Yeah, we'll just show you. Good uh, demonstration for the podcast, yeah, Corey. The, the um. That was real help. They, the viewers like that. The listeners. Apple Pay actually does a thing I didn't realize that it does. Do they blow you? No, but oh, okay. it, like, it. The way whatever is reading your card off of here. It's not actually reading your card. It's reading like a card that... Apple made? Apple made. It's like PayPal. It's like a separate yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's, it's a like separate a thing, but it is your card. It is your card, but it isn't your card. And I didn't realize they did that. That's nice. Looking out for you. Good job, Apple Pay. Yeah. Another way the corporations got you by the balls. Yeah. Got you all your information. Oh, yeah. Got all my information. Your goods. Because you just have phone made by generic hobo in a warehouse. What? I'm what just saying, that? like, you don't, act, don't act like you don't have a fucking phone made by a giant manufacturer. I wasn't saying you're less of a person. They have us all. Wow, real defensive of the corporate culture. You don't, oh yeah, what do you don't use? You don't go to the store. You don't use credit cards and buy goods. You don't communicate with people. What a weird objection. <laughs> what a weird... <laughs> like I was insulting you as if I can't relate to the exact same situation. Hilarious. And I feel like I could have came up with something better than generic hobo in a warehouse phone. Well, and that's why I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> generic warehouse hobo phone. What brand is that? Generic hobo. That's the name of the company. Android. It's like an Android. What is that? <laughs> it's the opposite thing. Apple fu- pear? Is some kind of fruit? Oh my Different God. kind of fruit? Rotten apple? Um... Something else we forgot to bring up, too, is... Uh, this, did, we, did we forget it, or is it not worth talking about? The reporter. So she's important. Because <laughs> even though he is, like, he's definitely, like, off the deep end, but he's, like, 
she pushes him further. She's another instigator. She's another yeah. one of these people that's like, well, crazy people are always crazy, so you're just crazy. There's no way. I'm doing right. a report about how crazy people are crazy. Right. And they don't need to go in asylum. There's no insanity plea. If you're crazy and you did something fucked up, go to jail. Yeah. We're not helping you because even if we do help you, you're still crazy. I do think the, her exposition in the beginning was to kind of refresh the audience. But she's directly telling Norman what he did and how, like, you can't be better. Yeah. It's like... Like, what you did was... I agree that it's wrong, but I don't agree that you got a, that you got this insanity plea because... There's no way you're better because crazy people are always crazy. No, you shouldn't help crazy people. It's basically her stance. Right. It's like, holy shit. She's doing a whole report about how you right. shouldn't help crazy people because they do terrible things. Well, now she's dead. She didn't die. She didn't die? No, she lived. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot the entire end of the movie. He didn't stab her. He stabbed, <laughs> his, he stabbed the corpse I of forgot his... He stabbed act. the corpse of his mom that wasn't really his mom. Yeah, so he then That's he, the corpse of Smith that, Spool. That was the out. It was the out of like this I just killed my aunt. I killed my mom and my aunt. But I think that's one reason why, like, at the end, I think that's why he stabbed her. Yeah. Because like she's telling him all this information. You're not my mom. And it's you're not my mom, so did, get out of my head, even though mom's still in my head, but he kept that hand, so I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, that's kinda of counterintuitive because it's like mother's still there. But what is, um, because I have, I didn't bother to rewatch the first one to just refresh myself. Like, does Norman, Norma's mother treats him like shit when she's alive, right? Right. right. Yeah, she'll basically. So, like, like does she, does she, looking back, does she blame him for the death of her husband? Well, they because, all, they, they all also dad? talk about how, in the end of the original one, about how she had this, like, other boyfriend. Oh, shit. After her, this, and that. He, that's how she ended up dying, was because he killed her. She died in, like, a murder-suicide situation. His, Norman's mom? Killing the boyfriend because he was doing something shitty, and then, I thought like, Norman said in the same way he poisoned his mother. Is that just a lie? Right, well, the, the, they say that it was a murder-suicide. Oh, that's, the, so that's like, hypo- I that's, think in the Before second- they know what happens... Right, so I think in the second one, they take that spin on it. Because they could have just kept it as that, but they take it like he was the one he that killed did, his mom. He did it, but it, everyone thought it was just this murder-suicide, but he was really this. So did he find his mom and then... just Because the original mother is in a room, right? Or he, no? The body. He has the body. He, so yeah, so he's had the body but since the, he was no, a but kid. He took the body from the grave. There you go. See, that's what I didn't remember. Like, because they talk about in the original one. He dug one, it up like, to keep it. There, when the when the sister uh, of. I mean, it would have been helpful to rewatch that movie. The, the sister like, of Marion Crane, who is the in two. Correct. She, her and her and Marion's boyfriend or whatever. When they go to the cops, they're like, you know, like, hey, we, you know, he's been talking to his mom. Blah, oh, blah, they and dig up the body, and it's not there. No, they oh. go. No, they go. The cops and his wife are like, we were at her funeral. Yeah. Like, she's dead. Like, we were there with Norman. She's dead. There's no way. Right. She, he's talking to her. So then Norman dug up the body and put it back in the house. Right. And that's when they find it in the basement at the end of the. Got it. First movie. Got it. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. But I, I, I honestly, it, just like last week, if you've never seen. If you've seen Psycho and you're like, 
why is there a sequel? Right. How is there a sequel to Psycho? They're not. They're not like just cashing shit. They're actually they're not. Films. And yeah. they might have. It might. They probably were. It might have started as that way for two. Like like we were talking about last week. That guy wrote that book, that sequel book. Yeah. And Universal's like, well, this is like, we could do something better than right. this. And slasher movies were getting big. 82, 83, or 84, it's whatever time. that was. So it's like, it's time to like, let's start like, where's our, I don't know, you know, Universal didn't have, uh, Paramount was Friday the 13th, Freddy was New Line, so it's like, where's our thing? They should have brought back the Wolfman, gave him a knife. <laughs> Think about it. The Wolfman with a knife. Think about it. <laughs> Stab. He, just, he never uses his claws, nope. teeth, anything. Nope, just he's got a stabbing knife. everybody. He's got a butcher knife. All right, I'm, he just cuts him up. I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, so next, we're going to finish out the Psycho series with Psycho Four: The Beginning. It is a. I don't like that. It is a made. It was made for TV. Oh Christ! I'm out. Made for. It's still Anthony Perkins is in the movie. And it was directed by um, Mick Garris, who did Critters 2, Sleepwalkers, The Stand. Call up Pat. Have him come and watch it with you. So I'll be in bed. <laughs> the new beginning. But we have the, the guy. He's coming off the heels of Critters 2, Mick Garris. No, it's good. What if this movie isn't that bad? Oh, that's interesting. What if this movie is in the same universe? No. Is but it, the thing whoa. is... So, because I... I have a feeling I can under, I can see why Psycho Four is made for TV. Psycho Three made not a lot of money. Sure. From between Psycho the original and then two, three is the least grossing. I think I think Psycho Three could have suffered honestly from being just the third movie. From being the third movie in a time when they're already on like Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. It's like another sequel. Or four or something. Same with Freddy. They're already on four and five. They're already... These sequels are for these horror movies. They're just right. coming out. So maybe the second one to some people didn't feel as much of like a cash grab. And now three, it's like, all right. Yeah, I'm done. So Norman Bates again. This this movie's so, so old. We're going back to this well for a third time. I think that's why I could have suffered. But then that's also why a TV film... Yeah, probably we'll just throw it out because there. nowadays when movies flop, they go away for a while, and if they were all halfway decent, they'll get rebooted. Mm-hmm. They'll come back in theaters, but it'll be a while. This TV movies were a huge thing. They were because what this you came do? out in 1990, so four years at. That's, it was, yeah. These weird gaps: 83, 86, 90. It's like these movies, like whatever yeah. for whatever for whatever reason, but but it's 1990 TV movies. You're Look huge. at all the Stephen King. You're huge. Stephen King, almost every one of his movies, it's other than like, thing. you got like The Shining and around that, before then, I think it's just really much The Shining and Maximum Overdrive. The Mist? That was not in there around then. A movie version of it? That TV was made for Thomas TV? Jane. No, I know that. I know, but the, there was The Fog, but that's a John Carpenter movie. No, there's another... I'm trying to think of other what other one. But you had like Misery, but that's like early '90s. I need you more. Had, I'm thinking of one. But you had like movies like Salem's Lot. That was a TV movie. Yeah. It, which came, which was like 1990. You know, yeah. that was TV movie. The Stand, Sleepwalkers, uh, 
the Langoliers. Those are all TV. They were all TV movies. Like there was, it's like, oh, here's a Stephen King property. Here's a TV movie. Tommy Knockers. Looking for stuff, right? Looking for stuff to put out. Yeah, but like for the most part, most of his movie the books were turned into TV movies. People didn't have Netflix, Corey. It was 1990. What's that to do with anything? The Shining was in theaters. I'm just saying, like they just didn't well, put I'm... these things in theaters. I think because they were so long. Well, but, so too. Netflix kind of makes sense. They there. break them into parts. They break into parts. So right. like. It was so long. The book is so fucking long. They had this yeah. two-part miniseries, and but like because TV movies and TV miniseries are so big, I could see Psycho Four being a thing. It was and it was on Showtime. It wasn't on like oh shit, uh, network television. Well, it was that's, on Showtime. Well, that's bizarre because that's only a select people got to see it, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at the but I could but at the time you you have Showtime competing with HBO. Yeah, HBO's yeah. doing original stuff. They they tried to do the same thing with um, John Carpenter had the idea for a his own version of Like a Tales from the Crypt. Sure, it's called Body Bags. It's a good title, catchy. And, and he's like the crypt keeper guy in it. He's like a guy that wakes up in the morgue out of a body bag, and he tells the stories. Oh, Lord. and it's him. Oh Lord, and it's honestly pretty damn good. I'm sure, but it was just a one off thing, and they were going to make a series, and, and they didn't do it. But it's pretty good. There's uh, a segment called The Eye with Mark Hamill. Oh. And he gets, like, a replacement eye, and it's, like, the eye of a killer. Oh. And he starts to, like, lose it. And he is... F- the other segments, there's, like, one with Stacey Keach, and he gets, like, hair transplants, but there's, like, these aliens that are the hair transplant things. It's weird. It's really weird. But it was good. And then there's one... There's another segment that's about a gas station. I think Wes Craven has, like, a cameo in that one. And it was like a, it's about a gas station, like woman working late at night, murder thing, and but the part that's like the eye, it, Mark Hamill is incredible in it. Nice, it's so good. It's like, uh, yeah. So I go, but I think at the time it was like Showtime is like trying to compete with HBO, and they were doing a lot of horror, like Dark Man. That became an HBO movie after the first the first Sam Raimi one. Do it. Then the two and three were HBO mo- like movies. So that was like a big thing then. So I, not maybe not a lot of people would have seen it, but uh, I guess it got made somewhere. I don't know if Black that's Fino. a good thing or bad thing. If this movie was, I don't know. We all, we'll have to see. It's Psycho for the beginning. What's the beginning? Are we gonna get? Is it like Norman telling stories? Is it about gonna, his past? I'm gonna predict it sucks. So we'll see where we go from there. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. The no beginning idea. of ass. And um, that's what I'm going to say, and then we'll see if I change. Because then, because then they they all I think we mentioned last week they tried to make a Bates Motel movie, a TV. This was a TV movie, and it was going to be a spinoff series. The appeal of Norman, and but this wasn't this this is like Norman Bates may be gone, but his motel lives on. Yeah, it was just weird. And it was like this guy met Norman in jail and gets the hotel. And this came, that was 87. And uh, NBC was rolling the dice. And just nope. And they put it out as their NBC Monday night at the movies. And nobody cared. And nobody cared. Because uh, again, like, three didn't do so hot, so why were people going to care about a psycho thing that doesn't even have... Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins in it. No Tony. You, you, it doesn't matter who... And then somebody else played Norman Bates... Apparently he, apparently he made an appearance in it, but it's not Andy Perkins. Oh, yeah. Then that would easily be a no-go. Yeah. You're, it's already no. None, none of it. 
So I don't know. I, I don't. I wonder what the original reaction to Psycho Four. We'll have to look up some. I don't want to look up anything about the movie. So I was trying to. I just looked up the year. Good choice. And the director. So I don't want to save yourself. I don't want to see anything. But I wonder what the. I mean, we'll 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 have our own opinions. But I wonder what like the consensus will was. Will it leave us with any opinions? Maybe we'll fucking hate it. Maybe Come we'll on. be like this. Wow, we were. Because like right now, Psycho Three. I think it's a great ending point. It's good. It's a weird ending point because I feel like he should have just went to jail without the hand. The hand is like, those things are like, you can't just close it. It's still got to be kind of open. But it's not really open because he's going to jail and they're not going to let him keep that. It defeats (laughs) it. It's like, no. No, Norman. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, great. That's what he took with them. They'll take him out of the car and just like, no. Right. That's how it... No, no, no. If there was five more minutes left and they get to the police station, it's just, nope. I kind of... We should have watched the end of the credits. He pulls up and there's like, no Norman. Because I like the end. Like, it's again, like, because uh, I like, it's the ending shot of the original movie is like him sitting in the police station, like, with the coat over him. And he's got that, like, grin on his face, like at the end of this one. So yeah. I like that. They kind of did a similar yeah. thing. But he's riding in the back of a police car and he's for sure, like, going away now. And, like, the end of the last one, there was that, that, and it's funny because the end of the last one had that scene of him like outside the house and the lightning going. Yeah. And like that is, I feel like I've seen that a lot. I'm that sure shot you have. I'm and sure it you seems have. iconic. And it's funny because that's like not from Psycho. It's from Psycho no. Two. So. Isn't that weird? What if there's some Fast and the Furious shit? Like somebody jumps his car and breaks him out. Like Norman, we gotta go do this. In four. Don't just and in general, just in between movies, just hypothetical. Somebody has to get break Norman out of the. Oh, so this car. is the beginning of his uh, life as a heist person. Right. This is a hard Psycho swerve. Four. It's a hard swerve, and then it just becomes him. Well, pulling. I mean, Fast and the Furious movies took a hard That's swerve. That's what I mean. They three movies about this racing, and then all I of a sudden, Corey, all those movies about racing, racing against time, racing against the law. Racing against evil. I guess for racing. They always do throw like a race. There's always a race. Was there a race in the last one though? Of course. Furious. Cuba, dude. Cuba. He races a guy in Cuba. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a total race. You remember when his car is going backwards and it's on fire and it's it's exploding? Yeah, it's because it's his nephews or cousins or whatever. So then he has to win the other guy's car and he makes the bad guy his friend. Yeah. Because that's what you do. It's just like Dragon Ball Z. He does Z. it all the time. It's just a Dragon Ball Z. It's just a classic Dom move. He's just Goku. Like Hobbs, that was a bad guy. It's every it's just... Dragon Ball Z, man. Piccolo, bad guy, oh good guy. Vegeta, bad guy, oh good guy. Every single bad guy becomes a good guy. <laughs> every single just, time. The, maybe the uh Justin Lin was like a real big fan of uh Dragon Ball Z. That's why when when ah oh, fuck. What is her name? That's when when they team up with fucking Cypher to take a Mr. Nobody who's been their friend who will become a bad guy for no good reason just because he's already their friend. He's still the friend, though. When they team up with Cypher. They teamed up. He killed Han. Statham killed Han. Oh, we need your help. Ah! (laughs) You killed Han. Now we're going to get the Hobbs uh, Statham movie. Right, now they're just buddy, buddy, ha. You murdered a guy. How are they going to retcon that to being okay? Because they're going to in that team up movie. Like, well, like, he they didn't... pretty much already did by no, just they accepting just, him into the... They just didn't address it. So it's still out there. You can... They just... Because you just build upon the I feel the like it'll be story. a thing where they don't ever address it. It'll, no, everything gets addressed. It'll, it'll just be like... Worry, the continuity of those movies is so tight. unspoken, like, we're mad at you, but, like, you helped you guys out of a bind. It'll always be addressed. It'll be addressed. 
Fuck, dude. He called in his burn-to-death brother who had a whole movie where he's his ultimate villain and he's helping out, too. Now he's their friend. Yeah, he helped out, too. Yeah, he's their friend now. They saved... What the well, fuck? Cypher was really gonna take down everything and they don't... They need to have their crime syndicate still exist. God, because... <laughs> Right, he'll team up with Cypher to take on Mr. Nobody because Cypher's whole thing, I don't care. I really hope you're wrong about Mr. Nobody. I don't care if this is Fast and the Furious off-tangent for Norman, but, like, Cypher's in it taking on the government. She was a big equalizer. Mr. Nobody, we don't even know what he's affiliated with. CIA, maybe. Ah! Because then he can betray betray Eastwood's son. God damn it! Sorry, man. Nobody's been too good for too long. I don't... and it'll all it'll all go down when they're in space, so it's fine. They will go to space. <laughs> Don was racing. That movie space has world. to go to space it's at least for space. like the last thirty minutes of a movie. No, they're they'll and they'll they'll be there'll be a reason they have to go to the international space station. They're gonna they'll race make rockets. A, they'll they're make race a big, rockets. They'll this. make a big joke about it, but they'll still fucking do it, and it's gonna be amazing. They'll be floating around. Fuck. They'll have cars on the space station. Oh yeah, because the cars are gonna have to. The cars have, will be in the shuttle with them. There's gonna be they're gonna mo- transport the cars. Up moon there. buggy races. No, no, it's not gonna be moon buggies. There'll be, be fucking cars. They'll be retrofitted, dude. His his war Mustang or whatever the his war charger that he had that was all bulletproof windowed and this <laughs> bolted together. Fuck, that was barely a car, but it was still a car. I don't care. We just ran so fast in the Furious. It happens. It's just, but I mean, I'm just saying, Norman could live a different life and be right picked up and going to do stuff. So, beyond the Fast and the Furious, next week we're going. Is we're that going, a podcast? We're going fast. Be, beyond fast beyond and furious? Fast and furious. Okay, go ahead. We're we're going fast and furious into the final Psycho movie, Psycho Four: The Beginning. <laughs> that works, I guess. Four B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. My name is Nick. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown at the best.